Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, now we're going to start a chapter that introduces one of my all-time favorite Bible characters, Elijah the Prophet. Elijah the Prophet is prominent throughout the Old Testament from this point forward, and he's mentioned in the New Testament as well. And so now let's read 1 Kings chapter 17. Now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe and Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, Leave here, turn eastward, and hide in the Kirath Ravine, east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook, and I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to the Kirath Ravine, east of the Jordan, and stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. Sometime later, the brook dried up, because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, Go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon, and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath. When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her and asked, Would you bring me a little water in a jar so that I may have a drink? As she was going to get it, he called, And bring me, please, a piece of bread. As surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, I don't have any bread. Only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son so that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, Don't be afraid. Go home and do as you've said. But first, make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me, and then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The jar of flour will not be used up. And the jug of oil will not run dry until the day that the Lord sends rain on the land. She went away and did as Elijah had told her. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. For the jar of flour was not used up, and the jug of oil did not run dry, in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. Sometime later, the son of the woman who owned the house became ill. He grew worse and worse and finally stopped breathing. She said to Elijah, What do you have against me, man of God? Did you come to remind me of my sin and kill my son? Give me your son, Elijah replied. He took him from her arms and carried him up to an upper room where he was staying, and he laid him on his bed. Then he cried out to the Lord, Lord my God, have you brought tragedy even on this widow I'm staying with? by causing her son to die? Then he stretched himself out on the boy three times and cried out to the Lord, Lord my God, let this boy's life return to him. The Lord heard Elijah's cry, and the boy's life returned to him, and he lived. Elijah picked up the child and carried him down from the room into the house. He gave him to his mother and said, Look, your son is alive. Then the woman said to Elijah, Now I know that you're a man of God, 
and that the word of the Lord from your mouth is the truth. Friends, this is a very, very powerful chapter. As I said, Elijah the prophet suddenly comes on the scene and uh, he confronts King Ahab, the wicked King Ahab, and says directly to the king, as the Lord God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years, except at my word. And so launching this prophetic word at Ahab, he said that the judgment essentially was coming on Israel because they turned against God. And so for three years, there was no rain on Israel. Meanwhile, the Lord came to Elijah and says, now that you've prophesied this, leave here and go and hide uh, in a certain place I'll show you east of the Jordan River. And the Lord says, you'll drink from the brook, and I've directed the ravens to supply you with food there. And so sure enough, they didn't bring him worms or bird food. The Bible says they brought him bread and meat in the, in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank water from the brook. So this uh, supernatural provision, you know, um, twice a day for as long as he stayed there. But eventually, because of the drought that Elijah had prophesied, the uh, the brook dried up, so there was no drinking water, and um, uh, the Lord sent him to a city called Zarephath. And so he comes to Zarephath, and there's a widow there gathering sticks, and he asks her for a little bit of water, and then he asks her for a piece of bread, and the woman says, um, I don't have any bread. You know, we're going to starve to death. I'm just gathering up a little bit of wood to bake um, what flour we do have into bread. And then my son and I are going to eat it and then starve to death. And Elijah said this, verse 13, don't be afraid. Go home and do as you've said. In other words, set the fire up and, and bake the bread. But first, make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me. And then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord God of Israel says. The jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day that the Lord sends rain on the land. So she went away and did what Elijah told her. And because she was obedient and responded in faith, there was food every day. There was provision for her every day. There was oil and there's flour. Now, this multiplication of oil and flour, it's an interesting miracle. And uh, just want to comment briefly on it. First, the woman uh, was about to starve to death. And so for her to give Elijah um, the bread that he wanted before she and her son ate, this was a big leap of faith. And so she didn't know um, Elijah from, from anyone. And yet something about Elijah stirred her. She recognized it, that uh, this was a prophet. And so she did what he said. And by being obedient, not to Elijah per se, but to the Lord, the Lord provided for her and her son in the middle of a drought when people were starving to death. And so what was the provision? The supernatural multiplication of flour and oil. And so, friends, this uh, multiplication of food, was a new thing in the Bible. Uh, the multiplication of oil was a new thing in the Bible. So Elijah is the, the prototype for these, uh, these types of miracles. Of course, Jesus later would multiply food in the New Testament. And Elijah's disciple, Elisha, would also multiply food. But this is the, the first episode of it. And then we have the first biblical resurrection from the dead. 
And uh, by that, I mean uh, through the the intervention of a human praying and asking the Lord, a human was raised from the dead. And so here's the story. Verse 17, sometime later, the son of the woman that owned the house became ill. He, uh, He got sick and he finally died. And so the woman went to Elijah and said, what do you got against me? You know, have you come here to condemn me for my sin and kill my son? And so Elijah was taken aback, but he didn't just let the son remain dead. He said, give me your son. He carried the boy up to the room that he was staying in, and he prayed to the Lord and said, Lord, you know, you seemingly have brought tragedy on this widow by causing her son to die. And Lord, I need you to to give the boy's life back. And so Elijah stretched himself out on the boy, the dead boy's corpse, uh, three times and cried out to the Lord, Lord, my God, let this voice life return to him. And sure enough, the Lord heard Elijah's cry and the, the boy was raised from the dead. So Elijah goes down, gives the boy back to his mother and says, look, your son's alive. And she says, wow, now I know that you're a man of God and you really are a prophet. You got the word of the Lord. And so this first biblical resurrection, you know, once again, um, when Jesus comes on the scene, he's going to walk in the power of, of the resurrection or the power to raise the dead. But Elijah is the prototype uh, showing up in the scriptures for raising the dead. He, he was a man of faith. He was a prophet. He was a man of God. And he had a need. And the need was that the Lord would give this widow back her son. And so sure enough, he prayed and the Lord did this. Now, friends, I am not claiming that resurrections from the dead are common. But the New Testament does say that the followers of Christ will raise the dead. And some have prayed, and sure enough, the Lord has given back the dead. So it's one of those, when someone is dead, I'll pose it this way. If you don't have faith to believe it, what do you have to lose in asking the Lord to bring them back from the dead? In other words, the Bible says we'll raise the dead. We just heard about Elijah raising the dead. Actually, the power of God did it, but Elijah prayed and the Lord raised the dead. Why shouldn't we pray for resurrection when this is a case of a premature death? I'm not talking about a 90-year-old dying of natural causes. I'm talking about like this little boy who died seemingly out of season. And so, Lord, we just pray that we would have faith like Elijah and faith like Jesus said his followers would have. Faith to pray for food when we need it. Faith to pray and to speak against the powers of our day as led by your spirit. Faith to pray over a dead child that you raise from the dead. Lord, our faith is in you, not in our abilities, but in your ability. Our trust is in you. So thank you for the example of Elijah the prophet. May we live such lives in our generation. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.